Hey everybody, I hope everyone's had a great week. I hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I'm, I'm happy to be back and recording another episode of Thursday Thoughts. I hope this episode finds you well, and I hope you are all having a wonderful week and that you all had a great holiday. And now we're looking forward to the next big one. Christmas is upon us, and I hope everyone has a wonderful Christmas and gets to spend time with family and their loved ones and just have a great holiday season. So kind of transitioning for a minute, though, from the holiday season. Today I want us to, well, before we get into that, before we get into what we're going to talk about briefly, I just want to say again, if you ever have any questions or thoughts or something specifically you want to be talked about or that you want to have talked about and maybe you have a question you want to have answered or anything like that, feel free to reach out to me uh, through social media or my email or anything like that. Uh, you can email me at jtwarrenyouth at gmail.com or you know, find me on you know, social media, Joshua Warren, and shoot me a question that way. But with that being said, let's get started. So today, I want to talk about something that's near and dear to my heart. You know, as someone who is in youth ministry, someone who wanted to be a youth minister since I was about mm, 17 years old, it kind of hit me, and that's, you know, where God was leading my path. Um, something that's really near and dear to my heart is the alarming percentage of young Christians, I mean, young people who have grown up in the church but are leaving. Uh, you know, a bunch of studies, there's a bunch of studies on this. You know, you can look at Barna or Pew Research, or Lifeway Research, and a ton more. There are all kinds of researches out there and studies done about why young kids are leaving the church today. And specifically, most of the time, it's, a, it's between ages 18 and 29. Between ages 18 and 29. Most of the studies will have usually somewhere in between those ages. That's whenever... Usually this takes place when people leave. And so the big question is why? Why are kids, like teenagers specifically, why are teenagers and young adults leaving the church, leaving the faith? I mean, is it because that they just all of a sudden stopped believing? Or is it because, you know, they disagree maybe with some of the teachings and maybe political views of a church or maybe... You know, there are so many factors that I'm sure go into it, but I think that the real question we should ask is, how real and authentic was their faith to begin with? And it's not on, and, it's, and, and I'm not blaming these people who are leaving the church, you know, it's your fault. I'm not pointing fingers. If anything, it's our fault, people who are teaching in church, and mostly I believe it falls on parents. Because if you if you read your Bible and you read and you see the model, the biblical model of family and how the church itself is modeled after the family, you see that God values the family. And again, if you read your Bible enough and you see that parents 
parents are supposed to be the primary spiritual influencers, the primary spiritual teachers in a child's life. And it starts as soon as they're born. You see, parents aren't supposed to just, you know, send their kids to church and hope that they get all their biblical teaching there. That's a good thing. Believe me, I mean, I'm a youth minister. I mean, like, I, I, you know, parents should take advantage of the resources they have, you know, because, you know, if a parent didn't go to school for biblical studies or something like that, you know, obviously use your resources. You know, it's like use, use books, use people who may know maybe more than you. Um, absolutely, you should do those things. But if a child, all these studies show that if all a child is getting is maybe a Sunday morning Bible class and, you know, halfway listening to the sermon and then maybe a Wednesday night and then a couple of youth events scattered, and that's all they have growing up, then more than likely that's not going to be a very strong faith. And so I share this because I don't know how many, I want to talk about this today because I don't know how many teens or parents or young adults listen to my podcast. But whoever does listen to this, I believe this can be beneficial for all of us because I believe that there are each of those three categories I named, basically, it's either you're a teenager, you're a young adult, and you don't have kids yet, or you are an adult and you have kids. And this can be beneficial for you, either maybe things you can change and start doing with your family. Maybe if you are a young adult, maybe you're... Uh, thinking about having kids and stuff like that. Hopefully this is something that's beneficial for you that you can think about to do with your kids. And then if you're a teenager, this matters too because it's, at the end of the day, you know, if, if we're talking about teens, you know, in their later years of their teens and then in their early 20s on leaving the church, then it's a lot about your commitment to the gospel. So, the reason I guess this is obviously as a youth minister, this is near and dear to my heart because you know we're trying. I, it's my job. I mean, I'm a youth and family minister, so it's my job to help families be spiritually healthy. Families as a whole, make sure the parents are doing what they're supposed to do, making sure the kids are doing what they're supposed to be supposed to do, and then also just teaching the teens and teaching children about the Bible and the things that they need to learn. So, right now, um, we're doing a class uh, at Canyon View Church of Christ where I minister at. We're doing a class, or I'm teaching the parents right now. It's not, it's not a parenting class because I'm not a parent, so you know I have no right to try to tell a parent how to parent. But what it is, it's a class for parents in which we are talking about... Um, coming together as a youth group to raise our kids with a faith that sticks because these statistics are alarming that a lot of these kids potentially could leave their faith. And why is that? And we're going to get into that in a second. So in this class, uh, a resource I handed out to all these parents is a book by Dr. Kara uh, or Cara Powell uh, it's a book called Sticky Faith, and the book I handed out, there's a couple different versions of this book, but I gave the parents the Sticky Faith Guide for Your Family. 
And what it is, it's this um, this uh, youth institute came together and they did a study about why kids are leaving the faith and so on and so forth. And then Dr. Powell, she put all this into a book and then they've made a couple different editions of this book and it's really, really good stuff and it's beneficial, I think, and we're going to talk about the why today in this podcast episode and briefly kind of touch some of the subjects I'm going through in this class with these parents. And so specifically what I want to talk about today is that it starts at home. It starts at home. So that's going to be like our main idea is that it starts at home. Faith starts at home. We have to learn how to equip the home. Um, so back to that original question I asked, based on the statistics. Most statistics statistics will say from the years 18 to 29, nearly 65 to 75% of teens and young adults leave their faith. And now it's also included that some of these 65 to 75% come back, but they still leave for a period of time and... That first question I ask is, why? Why is that? Well, based on the Youth Institute that uh, Dr. Powell worked for, based on their studies and some others that you read, it's because the Bible has left our homes. The Bible has left our homes. Now, Joshua, what do you mean by that? Well, the Bible... When I mean the Bible is is leaving our homes and has left our homes, what I mean is that Bible teaching. Teaching the Bible, reading the Bible together as a family, praying together, having Bible study together as a family, not just, you know, talking about, hey, what'd you study at uh what'd you study in Sunday school? You know, and having those trip those those conversations on the drive back home from church. Because it's more than that. And most of these studies show it's because Parents have stopped being the primary influencers. The majority of parents have decided to, and you know, hopefully this isn't you, um, but this these are what the, these are what the numbers show, and numbers don't lie, stats don't lie. And so, what these numbers are saying is that parents have stopped reading the Bible with their kids, have stopped. You know, making it a priority in their lives, and that they have, they're basically just expecting, you know, the church, you know, when they come to church, that to be their primary spiritual education. Don't get me wrong, it's important to come to church, and you should come to church. I mean, it's a biblical, it's, it's absolutely a biblical teaching that you need to be at worship service, and be in Bible class, and stuff like that, and learn, and continue to grow, but like we said, if that's it, and in these studies by this youth institute, you see that the kids who just have that usually don't have, as Dr. Powell writes in the book, a faith that sticks, a sticky faith as they get older. And so we have to work as Christians, we have to learn how to come together and figure out a way to raise our kids with a faith that sticks. So that's what I'm teaching this class on. And today's podcast, I'm, the reason I'm sharing this with you is because it's important whether you live by yourself, whether you're a family of 10 or a family of three, 
or again, or if you live by yourself, or if you're um, a teenager, and you're not even, you know, you still live with your parents. This is still important, and it's important that we talk about this because we have to come together. We have to prioritize faith in our lives, and we have to realize that we need to that we need each other and that we need to come together and that we have to start reading the Bible at home. That church cannot just be the only place where we read the Bible on Sunday and Wednesday or at an event throughout the week. That can't be it because that's not enough. That's not enough. So even if you live at home by yourself, it's important that you read your Bible and bring your faith home and have it on your heart all the time. Because Jesus talks about, he says it in Matthew 15, right? You know, basically, the things that come out of your mouth, that's what's in your heart. The way you speak, the way you talk, those are the things that are on your heart. And so, we, if we don't bring something home with us, it's probably not even close to being on our heart. So our faith needs to come home. And so that's where we're going to start. Um, We're going to look at two Bible passages briefly, uh, or maybe three. We'll look at three. Uh, Proverbs 22.6 is a very popular one, right? Especially for parents. Train up a child in the way that he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Proverbs 22.6. You know, simply put, the writer in Proverbs is saying that we need to prepare kids for what they've been called to do, the things they will face, issues that will arise, and teach them the way God would have them to go. The more that we can do with kids while they still live with parents, the more you can do with your kids when they still live with you, the greater influence you will have over them. The hope is greater that they won't depart from what they are taught and what they know. It's never too early to start, and it's never too late to start. And so that's the idea, you know, that, I mean, we see that, you know, in this proverb, you know, obviously it's about parents, train up a child in the way you should go. You know, if you still, you're like, you know, well, you know, it's not my job to be the primary spiritual leader uh, as a parent. Well, let's see what Moses says in Deuteronomy 6. In Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 7, Moses proclaims to Israel, hear, O Israel, The Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. Moses tasked, he commanded, he told the parents He tasked these parents with this teaching to teach their children the command to love the Lord their God with all their heart, soul, and mind. Parents were, and always will be, one, if not the most important primary influences on building lasting faith. In chapter 24 of the book of Joshua, we see You know, the children struggling to serve God because of who their fathers served. 
So we see how we raise our kids and how we live and how we carry ourselves affects affects how our children end up being. And we see Joshua make a bold proclamation for his family. He had summoned all the tribes of Israel together with their leaders and spoke to them. I'm going to paraphrase here. You know, he said, you know, long ago, I know your fathers lived in different places. They served other gods. But through Abraham, God brought your fathers together and out of the land of Egypt. God has done great great things through your family. So starting in verse 14 of Joshua 24, Joshua says, Now therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity. And in faithfulness, put away the gods that your fathers served beyond the river and in Egypt, and serve the Lord. And if it is evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your father served in the, in the region beyond the river, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Wow, I love that. And the way Joshua 24 ends, you know, Israel was faithful all the days of Joshua. And it's because, because of this challenge, because of the boldness of Joshua to stand up and say this and, cha- and to challenge people and to be like, you know, you have to choose for yourself who you're going to serve. As parents in our families, as people who teach kids at all in the church setting, and it's teenagers and children. And if I'm a single guy or gal living by myself, I, st- I have to choose. Who am I going to serve? You know, Joshua is basically saying, are you going to father- follow in your father's footsteps and serve these other gods, or are you going to serve God who brought you out of Egypt? And he's like, and Joshua says, you know, no matter what you decide, me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And that's powerful. And so, as families, we have to decide who are we going to serve. And if it's truly God, as Moses talked about in Deuteronomy six, if we're gonna, if we truly love the Lord with all of our God, with all of our heart, with all of our soul, and with all of our mind, then He needs to be everything that we're about. He doesn't need to come second to to sports to a hobby to a person or anything like that. First, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and might. That is what we're called to do. And then G- and Moses tells us to teach them diligently to children. Shall talk of them when we sit in the house, talk to them when you're walking the way, and when you lie down and when you rise, all the time, basically, and everything you do, find application to talk about the Bible. And so now transitioning, going back to the studies, parents are failing to do what Moses was commanding there in Deuteronomy 6. And that is why teenagers in their late teens and young adults are leaving the faith. It's because it was never a priority in the home in the first place. And so my challenge, what the way what I'm going to challenge these parents on in the coming weeks, and what I'm challenging all of you who are listening to this podcast is the same thing that Joshua says here in chapter 24. Who will you serve? 
You have to decide for yourself who you're going to serve as a family, as parents, as, as, as an individual, as a person. You have to decide for yourself what's truly important to you. And you see, the last week of this parent class, what I'm going to talk about is walking the walk. You can't just talk the talk, you have to walk the walk. You know, it reminds me of James chapter 2, you know, where James talks about faith without works is dead. I can't just say, I can't just say I believe in God. I have to show it with my actions. I think about what what John says in 1 John 3 about love. You know, he says, you know, it's a similar concept. You know, brothers, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and truth. You see, love and faith, obedience, all these things, truly being a Christian requires action, not just saying it. And so I remember, um, I can't remember his name, but I grew up going to Lads to Leaders in Nashville, Tennessee every year. It was a big convention where a bunch of believers came together on Easter weekend. It was always real fun. I would do like a speech and song leading and all kinds of stuff, but I remember... Um, oh, it's going to kill me. Anyway, he always wore a red suit. He was an older man. He kind of helped start the Lads to Leaders program and stuff. But one thing I remember that he said that it's always stuck with me, and I think that hopefully will stick with you too, something that he does when he's talking to parents. He says, he says, you can't tell your children to go read the Bible while you're watching the Super Bowl. Wow. You can't tell your kids to go read the Bible while you're watching the Super Bowl. And for those of you who aren't sports people, maybe I'll say it this way. You can't tell your kids to go read the Bible while you're watching TV. You can't tell your kids to go to church whenever you want to send them with their friends and you want to go do something else and not go to church. Because kids learn the most, I think, by observing you as parents. Kids learn the most by observing the people they look up to. And so you want to be a positive role model for their faith. And so that's that's the end of the matter, is walking the walk. And that's the expectations that I expect for our youth group here at Canyon View and for our families. And it's not because that Joshua expects it, but it's because that's what God expects. Because it's not about me. It's not about what I want. It's not about what you want. It's not about what we want as people, but it's about what God wants. And God wants us to be faithful to Him. So, as parents, as people who may live by themselves, as kids, whoever you are, whatever age, I promise this this lesson applies to you no matter what. Because this question by Joshua in Joshua 24 still sits with us. You know, who will you serve? And you know, maybe, you li- maybe you're the only one in your family that is a Christian. That still doesn't mean you can't try to talk with them about the Bible. And that doesn't mean that you can't study yourself, at least. So 65 to 75% from 18 to 29 leave the church. 
Why? Well, because the Bible has left our homes. Why has the Bible left our homes? Well, it's because parents as a whole, maybe not necessarily those of you who are listening, but parents as a whole have stopped being the primary spiritual educators in the home. We don't read our Bibles with our families anymore. We don't pray together. We don't reflect on God. We don't go serve out in the community together. We don't go on mission trips together. There's so much work to be done. And so hopefully, those of you who listen today, if you need to start doing these things, hopefully this is the spark that can get you started. I hope that, this again, this podcast episode finds you well. I hope you all, again, have had a wonderful holiday season. And again, if you have any questions or thoughts or concerns or anything like that, you know, just reach out to me. And, you know, God bless. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week. Hopefully, catch you next week.